straight, no chaser. I don't blame you at all. Speaking of, thank you for joining me, not blaming people. Uh, th thank you for coming in and listening to the show, Straight No Chase of the Podcast. We're live on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram. We got our own website, all of the above. Thank you for listening and tuning in and all that other good stuff and joining us once again. And uh, tonight is a very special occasion because we're trying to do this new thing here. So we've got a guest host along with us. We hear what y'all say. They say that we need more feedback from the ladies. We got it. We brought it back in. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Mimi. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Mimi Brown. I am a um, host reporter in Los Angeles, California, and um, graduate of Howard, and I am happy to be here. Here you go. <laughs> you did that so much better than I would have. <laughs> All right, so uh, Rasheem, go for it. We got to work on John's introductions of we, our guests. We, we do, because okay. he, he didn't really he didn't really lace it out for her. I mean, you're talking about a sister. We're going to edit this in later. Who's a television host, journalist, a producer? Her on her on air resume is 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 stacked, you know. So you got to give it up. Um, is someone eating chips over there or something? What the? KG is literally eating crab cakes in the mic. No, that's not. I'm not even doing anything right now. That's somebody else. Oh, okay, that might be Mimi. Um, not. <laughs> My hands right here. That might be Neil. Neil with Neil with his uh his workout fuel. So you know what? What's up, y'all? Ra, I'm gonna throw it to Neil. There you go. Go around, introduce yourself. Be back at it again. There you go. Neil is tired. Yeah, is. Shoot up the KG. I'm exhausted, bro. Let's get it. Bam. So, needless to say, we got to start off with uh, the social event topic of the week this Meghan Markle Prince Harry conflagration on Oprah and all of the you know different avenues that it's been happening with so you know I wanted to get some feedback from y'all do you care about this topic what does it matter why you know why is everybody on this right now it, it, they own it because everyone likes to live in 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 other people's lives and it Especially when you're talking about royalty. I mean, people have been in the the lot the lives of the royals since forever. Um, mm -hmm. That that ain't nothing new. And then when you get uh, and, and maybe we could talk about this, however you want to call it. Um, when you get a black woman who marries into the royals, and I, I'm going to call her mm -hmm. a black woman, um, then that just ratchets it up a little bit. And you know, people want to be all up in it. I mean, I see. Um, Queen so, Sheba talking about food to the queen. But yeah, so, I mean, people are in it. Yeah, but like, okay, so for those who don't know exactly what happened, um, Prince Harry marries Meghan Markle. Prince Harry is second in line to the throne, something like that. He is he's like he's third, he, he, third in line he, to the throne, something like he's, that. He's, he's, like, he's, yeah. he's, he's pretty far removed from like being yeah. the 
being the, the actual right. Yeah. right. right. You know, king. Something has to happen in order for him to become the king. So Something's got to happen. He's just a brother, prince, and he's and married brothers, more kids. Prince. Something has yeah. to happen. Yeah. Right. So, point being that he's just kind of you know royal family. He marries Meghan Markle, and there's a whole lot of animosity for Meghan Markle apparently within the royal family, or that's what they felt like because. You know what I'm saying? Um, she was getting too much attention, and allegedly it was making other people in the family jealous. And apparently, you know, she had conflict with some of the women, like Prince William's wife, and so on and so forth. So basically, they moved to Toronto or they moved to Canada, and it turns out that like when they that, wanted they to leave, don't, don't forget they had, to, they had to stay over at Tyler Perry's crib too. So don't forget that part. Yeah, once they got to to Cali, that's important. Right. So. The reason yeah. that they had to go and how the hell Tyler Perry got involved with all this is amazing to me. But they go to Canada, and when they go to Canada, their security is withdrawn, and Harry is not allowed to you know make any money. They're not paying him, and um, they were denying their child a title. You know, it just it just goes in deep, and we could just talk about that all the time. But this really caught a lot of people's attention, and I think it's because, like you said, Meghan Markle's black woman married into the royal family. She feels very mistreated, and it just kind of struck a chord with people. But it's not just mistreated by the family. As a matter of fact, I think she went out of her way in an interview to say that the family really, they're not the ones mistreating her. They're just not stepping up to defend. To, to defend her, to protect her, um, they're allowing the media to to say what they want about the like they showed they showed some some um, clippings about when Kate I think it was Princess Kate uh, the the brothers mm -hmm, okay. um, Kate. Yeah. Kate she eating an avocado and they're like oh wow she's eating an avocado yeah. and then when when the black woman's eating avocado like how she eating that avocado why is she eating avocados like how you gonna run a, like this like the same newspaper running a, a a headline about a woman marrying into the royal family eating the avocado and mm -hmm. and when one person does it it's it's great and the other person does it they find a way to demonize it like there were so many situations yeah Wait. listen sorry cut, you off. <laughs> cut him off <laughs> i mean the entire interview was so good. I was literally glued. And, you know, I got to be up at like 3 a.m. So for me to stay up here on the, uh, you know, and watch it to like 10 a.m., I was just, I, I didn't want to DVR. I wanted to, to watch it. And what I saw was a woman who, you know, as a black woman, you recognize all those microaggressions, right, that, that she was speaking of. Like, Kate didn't have to, um, you know, actually make her cry but the fact that they allowed that narrative to come out and they never corrected it like I understand what she was saying you know what I mean it's like they were okay with the stereotype of this this black woman making this little white girl cry and everybody was just you know gonna run with it so her point was if they do that what else won't they tell I mean listen Kate I mean um Megan um I don't know I feel like she literally um had to come out and she had to tell her side of the story because I don't know about y'all, but the things that were coming out made me be like, well, what, what's, what, like, I mean, I thought that she 
I don't want to say I didn't like her, but it, it made me feel like, well, I didn't get that from her, but they were painting a narrative about her that almost mm. made you think that she was this angry black woman, bossing mm. people around, making people cry, bullying people, fired five assistants. I mean, the line went on and on and on about the mm. things that they were saying about her, you know? And then mm -hmm. if you watch crown this last season with princess diana you saw how they were treating princess diana and the parallels of things that that many was saying you were like i believe it all i believe right. everything she said the everything. only thing I, I think is a little unique is her her family like her dad her mom like her her the people on her side of the family don't have glowing things to say about her either um so you know she's i'm not saying they do but i'm, I'm saying, saying you saying the white the white side of her family, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but you know they 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 seem to have some critical um, commentary about her. Girl, get out of here. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye, Brooke. Guest star. Guest star. Maybe you Woman Wednesday. She she heard about it. Yeah. Um, wonderful right? Woman Wednesday. Yeah. So you know, I, I again, I, honestly, I have no no interest in her or the story with the exception of how it parallels the experience of black Americans. Um, right. You know, and, and what black people probably experience all over this country, all over this world. So I understand the microaggressions. It, it kind of makes Harry look like a, like a G really, like a stand up dude to, to really stand behind this woman to, to say, you know what, I don't really care about the, the, the accolades or attributes that kind of come along with me being this prince. Because I love this woman, and she has my. They got two kids now, so it's um. It was it was appalling to kind of see see her pain, and you could see it, right? So I, I don't believe she's making this stuff up. She's not an actress, um, but I also she think she is an actress. She is. And at one point in time, I was looking at it like, mm, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, she on listen, that I, slave joint looking for love back in the days. What? No. No. I think she was one of the. I don't know. Hold on. Let me look that up. She was on the flavor. I think she was on a deal or no deal. Something like that. Something like that. But no, she wasn't. She wasn't. Yeah. But I mean, I say all that to say. Kissing flavor in the mouth. I say all that to say, you know, she she knew what she was getting involved in. Like, I, even one would imagine you would know, like, what you're getting involved in. To some extent, maybe not, maybe not the details, like the curtsy and all that other kind of stuff. But you know, I'm marrying somebody. You know, ink like they had slaves, like colonized a whole. They colonized Africa. Like, See, come on that, now. And I'm glad you said that because I didn't want to come off as narcissistic. It was like, but do you? I don't know how to phrase it. Like, what she's experienced was foul. But are we really surprised? Like, is, is any of this really like? Oh my God! Really, you experienced that? Oh my God! They treated you like that? Like this was coming? Like you're new? You are new person to this family? They're looking at you like, oh, okay. You know, they trying to put on their best behavior because you're Harry's wife and you're who Harry chose. But they were probably looking at Harry like, of all the women in the world, you had to pick her. You know what I mean? And not right. to sound foul, but that was probably just the mindset, like. But to go with Keltrick's point about, you know, it kind of makes Harry look a little bit, you know, in a better light because he knew this was coming. I'm sure he knew this was coming. I'm sure they probably had discussions about this. Like, you know, once we get married, once we put it out there. I don't think he knew this. Not, not to this extent. I don't I mean, think. 
I think they all live in this bubble. And I don't think that race, the issue of race ever concerned him because he's never experienced it. So, you, you know, the, the only reason I think about that is because, you know, a couple of, I don't know, when when Harry first said he was about to just leave the throne and, and, and you know, find his own life, it's kind of like he had some things in his head that he wanted to talk about that he just couldn't, or maybe he heard some things. Maybe the family was saying some things and he was just like, yeah, it's best that I walk away, you know? And then I think in one of those interviews, he threw something like, you know, this happened to my mother too. So it was kind of like, he knows some things that he really can't divulge, but he was like, yeah, I'm out. I'm just going to advocate everything, walk away from everything. I love my wife. I think he loved his wife, but I also think his kids are involved now, right? So when you start mm -hmm. discussing how dark, you know, the kids will be not having protection or security for your kids. I mean, that takes it to a whole nother level. Like you, you as a father, you have to, you know, defend your family, protect your family. So I think mm -hmm. that like a turning point for Harry too. Yeah, and it goes to one of the things that on a, in the comments, AK Adams, she put out there is like when you when you start changing the rules yeah. to exclude Archie. Yeah. All of a sudden, Archie can't get a title. All of a sudden, he can't get protection. All of a sudden, it's a concern. That's more than just the the subliminal. That's more than just the the microaggression. Mm -hmm. That's. That's that's it being thrown in his face. And he's sitting there growing up in this experience, knowing what has continually happened for birth after birth after birth. And now all of a sudden it's his turn with his kid and he can't get what everyone else gets. Well, I right. wonder why that is. I find it very interesting. I and know. I just found this out today. I'm thinking that I'm saying that's his thinking. I know. Like, I know. You know, Go ahead, John. sarcastically. I mean, um, I, we don't, at least I don't know a lot about like English society and everything like that. So I've seen Piers Morgan a million times on TV, but I don't, you know, know like what role he fills in British society. I just know that he's like a newscaster or whatever. So when I found out today that apparently he was like dating or tried to date or wanted to be with Meghan Markle and he thought that they was like going out and then she met Prince Harry and ghosted him and that has like fueled his animosity for it, adds a whole new dimension to this whole thing, in my opinion. And then he like walked off to, uh, Good Morning Britain, which is like, yeah. I don't know, they're Good Morning America, basically, yeah. in the middle of the damn fired. broadcast. That's crazy. That's because he got called out. He got called out, he got fired. And I would say most people, but more specifically men, white men, don't really like being held accountable a lot of times. You think about the insurrection that took place in America on January 6th, the dude that had the little crown, Kunan or whatever his name is, he upset because he can't get bail. He said, everybody else got bail. I mean, they're not used to just being held accountable. And so when you hold somebody accountable, they just, they, they have a, enough rope to get up and walk away. And, and, you know, I'm happy he's fired. I'm happy he doesn't have a platform, but he, he used his platform to bully her, mm -hmm. uh, which is what yeah. a lot of people would do. But Pierce was bitter and angry and upset, right? Like he, was mad like he thought he was gonna get with megan you know and it didn't happen and he's been holding on to that for like two three years now like bashing her every chance he got you know i mean i think at some point you know this was bound to happen because he's literally said other things you know and 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 then when she comes out and talks about how she's suicidal he's like yeah i don't believe it you know the the things 
you know, that caused Megan herself to call up to the station. Did you guys hear that? That Megan called up there and made her own complaint. I heard about I, that. I didn't hear that. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah, so, I was. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was good when dude uh, blasted him. He was like, listen, you know, I got to yeah. sit here and hear you talk about this Megan thing over and over and over again because you say she uh, she cut you off. He's like, Megan ain't thinking about you. I haven't heard her say one <laughs> word about you. Right. He said, you keep talking about her. So I was, was like, yeah, get it. The yeah. sister read it first. So I didn't see the sister's clip. I just oh saw the brother God. at the end. She, she destroyed this dude on his own show. He was sitting, I don't know even what show it was, but it was like him, white woman who's a co-host, and then they had like a split screen for like three other people. I think three other people. And so she went like full speed ahead, Every time he talked, she was like, she she just literally like bashed this dude for like five minutes straight. It was almost, I feel bad for him, but he he just couldn't get a word in edgewise. And well, it's like, you know what? That's what you get. Yeah, and he was being disrespectful though to her too, though. He, I mean, she mm. she did her thing, you know, but he was like talking over her. You know what I mean? He was like, he just Pierce has a problem hearing it straight, and and especially hearing it straight from black people. Period. It was evident. Mm. It was evident in everything that was said and in everybody, even the guy who, who Rasheem, who you were talking about, he was the weather guy and he's black and he didn't want to hear it. So he got up and left. I mean, he has a problem as a white guy with all his privilege hearing the truth. That's really what that was. Oh, you know, if it's a black woman, I think it's just, you know, it's black people. He, feel, he feels superior. He feels superior. He doesn't have to, you know. He shouldn't have to hear it or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. He thinks his opinion right. is better or whatever. But at the end of the day, Pierce is trash. Yeah, I need to go back and watch Very interesting how all that you, played out. Uh, um, John, I know you itching to switch the subject, but let me ask y'all this no, go for before, it. We, before we get off of it. How do y'all feel about some black people saying that because Megan married into that family, hmm. um, knowing that it was a white family, and because she is not the preeminent white family and, and because she is not, you know, obsidian black, you know, she she's mixed with white. She shouldn't be protected as a black person. How do y'all feel about black people saying that? We, that last part we, is a little too much. That last part is a little too much. Nobody's saying that she can't be protected or whatever the case is. At least that's not what I'm saying. No, I I'm, am no, saying I'm, that, I'm asking you, what do you okay, think about ahead. other people saying, not just she shouldn't be protected, we shouldn't be coming to her aid, we shouldn't be advocating on her. You know, she knew she knew what she like she can't use her blackness as a convenience. I don't think she is though. I, okay. I think she's always been black. I think if you, you know, if you know, her mom is black. Where she was raised is literally off Crenshaw Boulevard. I mean, I, I, she went to uh, an all-girls school in Hollywood, but that doesn't mean she didn't she didn't have to drive through all the black neighborhoods to get back home. I mean, I don't think that she's forgotten that she's black. I think that you know, we are just being extra hard on her because she married into this this white family and people feel like she should have known what she was walking into. And you know what, and, and I'm, I'm glad you said that statement because I just wanted to throw it like a blanket question. Do you think it's like she should have been aware? Right. Oh, go ahead, Kelsey, my bad. I was, can we ask another question first? He always does that. You give a question, like <laughs> one burn, one one answer. Yeah, nah, because that's just a truthful question. Like, you know, uh, to he answer your question. Just ask a great question. No, I'm agreeing with him saying, to say, do I feel sorry for her? Do I feel is she still black? Yes. But I 
kind of do feel like, yo, you should have known what you was getting into. For real, for real. You know, yeah, you could say it's love and all this other stuff, but like John said, whatever that word was, this is the epitome of all families. There has never, ever, ever been a black person in this family for as long as whatever. That's not true. Mm -hmm. Well, not that I know of like that. So it's kind of like, you know, if you love Harry, of course, you know, love is a beautiful thing, but it's going to come with some jabs. So none of this should be surprising. I think I don't I don't think she's surprised. I think it's the extent at which she experienced um, life as a royal. Um, I think that's where it was. And then to see what they were trying to do to her kid. Like you got kids and to see what somebody going to do to your, all, all of us on this on this podcast have children. And if you see somebody switching it up on your kid, you you ready to whoop their ass like it's a problem. Put them paws on them, as, as my man uh, Lil Scrappy would say. And so I would imagine she, as a, as a mother of a son, who everybody's going to look at as black, they're telling her that she he's, he's a black boy. I mean, he definitely don't look it. I, I get you. But in her eyes, this is my this is my black son. Like if she if she recognizes it, that she is a black woman, you just you're just going to be protective of that situation. You're going to get him out of harm's way. Um, you know, I think Harry talked about the parallels between their experience and his mother's experience who died as well. It's just, you know, I don't to ask you a question, Rasheem. I don't I don't I think that's a dumb narrative. I think it's a cop out. And I think it's it's colorism. Again, you know what I mean? So I think if 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 she's black, she's black. And and I'm at a point where people people use the half black, half white, or you know, they got a white daddy, but they still black. They use that to their advantage when they want to use it to their advantage. Because oh, yeah. no one talk about, uh, yeah, I, I'm just going to use the term just for the hell of it. I don't mean nothing by it. But no one talks about half and halves when it's a person who's fighting um, for black people. If you got a half black, half white person who's in the struggle, who's advocating on, on behalf of black people, he's black. She's black. But if you got a half black, half white person who marries into the royal family, well, all of a sudden we quite we call the question their blackness and i think we pick and choose when we want to call in a question people's blackness all i want is consistency if if we was rocking with the people who grew up on our block who had a half you know who had a white mother or a white father and we claim them as black why all of a sudden we switch up the game when it's somebody different i think i think part of it is the culture that she married into not just not, not just the family right yeah. i don't i don't understand the UK culture and it's like I heard it's very it's close to what an American culture is, but the founding fathers left that culture to start up some new stuff. So we don't we have very different um, like norms, and so I, I can't I don't understand the experience in the exact same way. The human experience all of us can connect to and that can resonate with each of us, but the specific experience of what it's like to be an expat living in a, a new country in this position and in this title, I would imagine it has to be a tremendous burden. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think there's any question that she should uh, try to advocate on behalf of her family and bringing it to Oprah's attention and literally having Tyler Perry come in like a fairy godfather and bless them with a house and security and everything like that. I mean, all that is wonderful. They should take advantage and do whatever they need to do, womp, womp, womp. All I have ever been saying is that to my knowledge, she identifies as mixed race, which is literally what she is. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just simply a description of you know her background or whatever the hell it is. And 
everybody is making this big production that suddenly, you know, she's black and whatnot like that. And she is, but at the same time, she's mixed race. And that's what she self-identifies as. So I think it's like she is capitalizing for a purpose that I understand. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be like, we don't have to make Meghan Markle to, you know, poster child of black people. You know, we got a ride for Meghan Markle and womp, womp, womp. It's like, oh, that's real messed up. You got a husband that don't have a job. You got to take care of your family. I get it. You know what I'm saying? She got to do what she got to do, just like everybody else. So, I guess, yeah. I guess, I guess Kamala at no point in her time ever identified as mis- mixed race. I guess, I guess uh, Barack, we go there? Barack, Barack at no point in his time ever identified right. as mixed ra- race. And in, in, in my in, opinion, in, go ahead. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, P, P, it wasn't Barack, that big of a deal. Kamala are African American. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala are African American. Not and necessarily black in my opinion. I have no, I mean, she's, I'm from what I understand, this, this, she identifies as mixed race. That is that not, a, yeah, but you know, you know, Malcolm said something way back in the days oh, just because I'm kittens is born in a, in a, a, a oven, don't make them biscuits. I, I, I really don't care what she identifies as herself. Yeah, she is with biology. I yes, tell her what she is. No, I'm not telling her what she is. I'm just looking at the biology about it. The biology okay. is the chemistry around it is, is when you mix these genes together, this is what you get. And the way we the way we have classified it is if you got black in you, you black. And there are people who are lighter than her with hair straighter than hers that that mm. identify as black. And just because it's a That's conscious the key identification, right there, they identify with and they say, I'm say, black just because That's it's a it. conscious identification doesn't erase the fact that it is what it is. Here's the problem. America wants you to be black when you know, it's, it's bad for you. But the remember the one drop rule? Yep, right? I remember that. So all of a sudden the now, the one, one drop, drop rule. The one drop rule, okay. So then you were black. You were just, you know, you were black. But now, you know, when they want to make a point, you know, all the white people, they want to come out and say she's a mixed person. And even if she says it, whatever. But before, it was just the one drop rule. You know, so where did that go? You know? And I, gotta call I personally think we're going to start seeing we're going to start seeing what I'm going to start calling trans racism, where it's going to be people that are going to be who are currently considered white and they're going to gradually transition to people of color. And then in time, they're going to transition to black or African-American as black people get more uh, power and money and influence in the world. They're going to they're going to like want to identify more with that. And we're going to let them because we just accept everybody in. But, we, you know, that is what it is. There was a a book called Black Like Me, and this dude actually, this white dude, lived lived life as a black person in the South. This was like in the fifties, sixties, something like that. He ended up went he went crazy and killed himself after the experience. Yeah, I I believe he killed himself. White Um, folk don't want to identify as black. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Only only when it's only when it's cool. If if, if they if they a hip hop artist or a singer, maybe just living their life. I mean, Rachel Dolezal's. (laughs) <laughs> one of two, because then I saw the, the the couple that got all that plastic surgery. So, but you y'all start seeing more of it. Back to Mega Market real quickly. So I saw this clip where she she was a kid, like maybe elementary school. She was in class, and they showed a video of I guess like a soap commercial. I want to say, and so she wrote a letter. Oh yeah, I saw to, that. she wrote a letter. To the president. What which one was it? Hillary Clinton at the time, wasn't it something like that? It was the president no. of the company. 
it was uh yes 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 like um, ivory soap or something like that ivory soap, soap. I was gonna say dove yeah yes yeah, like and so she she did this letter and she spoke about like i want to see more diversity in your commercials so mm -hmm. she i think she's she's aware of her uniqueness right like she knows she has a unique um gene pool as Rasheen may, may kind of talk about like she she knows she ain't like all white she knows she ain't all black but she knows that this commercial only show white people that can be clean with this soap and she felt excluded from that so she asked and they, they actually changed the, the commercial so I, I think she's aware you don't lose that when you're a kid i'd imagine from you know being a kid to an adult mm -hmm. what you got mimi something on your mind I was laughing at Farida's comment. Right. <laughs> I missed it. Put it back up. Put it back up. Yeah. Purple people eaters. <laughs> and that's, that's what the Minnesota Vikings was. Right. The purple so identification is very important. You got to identify what you are and opt in. But okay. So speaking of opting in, we got another little, uh, I guess, pivot to our little relationship segment, which is surviving a financially unbalanced relationship. Now, I mean... I don't know if you can survive a financially unbalanced relationship if you are the man on the lower end of that financial imbalance. It's probably not going to work that long, but that's just my opinion. It's possible. The um, the the lady who divorced Jeff Bezos, Mackenzie, just Bezos. married a she just she just married a, a science teacher. I think a mm -hmm. kid's high school science teacher. It's possible. You know he that, ain't making more money than her. He is now. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, he, married, he married up. Right. Would you, I mean, this, go, oh, my bad, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think for her at the level that she's at right now, like, isn't she like the richest woman in the world? I really, what's she going to do? She got to, you know, this, her, her, her options are limited. So you might as well marry for love. Because you know, Nicki Minaj married somebody that's financially not on her same level. I didn't know that. I didn't know that dude was her kid's science teacher. <laughs> I know he's. A, I know he's a teacher at the at their at at the kids' high school. I don't know if he is their teacher, but that's he crazy, is a man. teacher. They met, I think he they met at the PTA meeting. I was about to say it must have been in like a parent teacher conference, and she he just like was like fuck it, I'm gonna just shoot my shot. And she was like, yeah, what's up? Let's go. I mean, let's go. What's the worst home. thing she could say? No. What? And there you go. There you go. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. Right. I bet she does have an ironclad prenup. One hundred percent. I signed it all day. No problem. Let's do yeah. it. But um, Keep, Mimi, could you could could you could you marry a man who made less than you? Huh? 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 <laughs> huh? Huh? Everyone wants to have a woman on the show no, to get a woman's perspective. I think was I'm assuming it would it would it would matter what the difference in income. It is. It would matter what the difference in income is. So what's 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 the range? What's the? Uh... I mean, it just depends, right? Like if he's 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 starting out at a company, right? Has a lot of potential to grow. We could talk about it. But if mm -hmm. he's content, you know, just working from job to job with no real real uh, career path, no, that's a problem, you know. So, um, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I feel you. Finances <laughs> over love, Mimi. She got yeah. the joking. Oh snap! I mean, again, it, it you know, and for me personally, it depends on how long I've known that person too, right? Like, mm. I, hold up. let me let me help you out, Mimi. What? At this age, you got that right. It's finances over love. I'm not marrying anybody to become financially ruined in my forties. 
in your 50s, in your 60s, and your 70s. When you're younger, in your 20s, you definitely can and should marry for love. That's all you know. You ain't got no money at that, at that point in your life. Once yeah. you have time to accumulate some type of success, some type of wealth, you, you realize how not fickle love is, but you realize that it's mm. fleeting. It can change. Um, people evolve. People iterate, um, using Rasheem's term. So when you're 40 years old, you ain't about to marry somebody that, that ain't got no no depth to them. They ain't got no 401k well, or some retirement. Saying, though. Like, it depends on where they are in their career. Like, I know I have friends who, you know, she's she's doing really well. The guy she's dating, you know, he just started a new job. She makes a lot of money, but she really likes him. But he's in a new job where he can climb up the ladder. So it, it sort of may work out. You know, I just mm-hmm. think it's, it's, you know, where you are in life and where you are in your career. For me personally, I would choose not to, but that's that's me, you know. No, and I, and I was just messing you with this. I was just messing you with the scenario, but I mean, the piggyback of Keltrick's uh, theme. If it is finances over love, and let's say we run with that, so you know he's making as much money as you. Let's say he's making more than you. Y'all been together for a couple of years. You love him. Got kids vested, but a bad economy comes. Mm-hmm. Boom! He loses his job. So now you the breadwinner because he lost his job and he's constantly grinding, looking for jobs every day, every day. It just, he just can't find it. Eventually does that cause you to be out of love with him? Cause when you first met him, he was the finance winner. He I don't lost. know. That's, I don't <coughs> that's know a good question. Let me ask you another does. one. Let me ask you another one. That's a good question before you answer. Let me ask you another one. Okay, I know no, he's I'm doing one of my things. I know. I feel like Kanye and Jay-Z right there. What's going to happen, though, is the man's ego is not going to be able to take that. And it's going to cause a rift in the relationship. And y'all are going to, it's going to be over. So it. it, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do that, man. That's an assumption. It's the truth. That's literally what's going to happen. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. That's not true. No, I'm saying, so so finish the first scenario. Going along with what you said, finances over love at this particular junction in your life. Y'all been together, got kids, vested in everything. A badass economy pops off. He loses his job. He's grinding every day. He's looking. He's not bullshitting. He's looking. Let's say you're on year two. He still can't find a job to go back to where y'all were. Right. What What happened? Are you talking to him to deuce? No. If he's grinding and he's literally trying to make it happen, I got him, right? But I, I just think and it, I think it depends on the attitude that he has. Like, is he is he is he OK, you know, every day with with, you know, being Mr. Mom and, and you know, for for society's you know, standards, you know, reversing the roles. Is he OK with that every day? So we're not we're not having arguments and, and things like that because he's unable to find a job, you know, because I feel like when that happens to a man, I mean, I, and I'm speaking now from personal experience. Right. When that happens to a man and they lose their job and they're no longer able to provide the way that they 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 um, they used to something clicks or changes and then you know they they have a problem taking not the handout but the help right or or the woman saying okay i got you this is going to be okay you know so I don't, you're a man exactly and, and do, you, and do you expect him as his do you expect him as his wife to be back on that level so let's say he was at that hundred fifty thousand dollar job now he lost it and the only thing coming his way is 60s 
you, you, it's okay if he takes that 60 as long I as he's bringing so some income. He's got something coming in, right? Yeah. Like, don't let pride keep you from getting a check. Right? Yeah, I think, I think your scenario is a little like what you presented is different than what the initial question was. The initial question was like, I'm assuming like if you meet them and you know you make more, they make less. What you presented was we're equal, something ha life happens. And then the circumstances change. I think people are more inclined to remain in that situation where it's not necessarily finances over love in this scenario right. because you met at the same level. So you know they have the ability the to be there and higher. Yes. Right. But if 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 you meet like <laughs> if you bad. got if you if you making let's say two hundred thousand dollars and you meet a woman that's making thirty five thousand dollars with a man and a woman, that can probably work because dudes don't really care like in that way. On the flip side, if a woman making 200K and me the dude making $35,000, thank you, Dom. I doubt she was going to invest any significant time with that dude because it, it just it won't balance out in that same way. I, um, go ahead, John. First, first question Mimi, what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, no name drops, no name drops. Looks wine. Like it's red, just wine. Red wine. Red wine. Red okay, wine. cool. Just checking because you know we got to check in. Straight no chaser. There's a reason we call this show that. So for all y'all out there, you should be sipping something, water, whatever. And um, I personally think the problem with this is from the gate, we said that we starting to base our relationships and who we want to be with on the financial and the material and all that other stuff. That's where everything went left from this gate. So if that's where you are basing your, you know, who I want to be with kind of decisions, everything's going to be fucked up from the door. So I personally don't care how much money you make. Doesn't really matter to me. It just is what it is. You're, but you're a I'm man. Different. This is you true. And and that's an iter that's a that's an iteration of John. That that, that John has not always <laughs> been there in his thinking. Hold on. So so Hold on. change over time. Right. This is true. This is true. Okay. I'll take we, that. We change over time. I, I will say that um uh y'all are really on it with these comments today. I'm trying to manage all that. But listen, <laughs> there's I, no I, number, Greg. Go ahead, Rob. My bad. Right, there's no, there's no calling number, fan. Oh, I know Greg is going crazy right now. I can see his face <laughs> right out. I know he's tripping right now. <laughs> so, so, so here's the deal. I think a lot of times this comes up because people have this wrong idea about money management and relationships, and you know the the man has got to quote unquote provide in order to do that. He needs to make more money, and then the money that I bring as a woman is just the the, the play money. And I don't necessarily need to contribute because the man is the provider. Um, and I think all of that is just uh, a way of thinking that needs to be thrown out the window. When you start dating with the expectation of potentially marrying someone, it's not about who's making money. It's about how do you both leverage your money to um, to take care of your responsibilities and ultimately try to move towards wealth. And I'll tell you right now, I think very rarely do people paycheck their way into wealth? Like you, you get paid every two weeks and you become wealthy? Nah, that's not how it works. So how? So whether you leverage in 60 G a year versus 200,000 a year, you got people who leverage 35, 40, 50, 60 G a year, and they were able to grow themselves into wealth while people who make it 200,000 a year got a, a, a bump credit report. So it's I think people's mentalities is all screwed up when it comes to this. The, the question is, can you survive a financially unbalanced you relationship? Didn't answer, you didn't answer the question, though. That, I mean, that, that, you, you didn't answer the question. You right can. I think you, I think you can if you have the right mindset surrounding what the purpose of money is. 
you absolutely can survive an unbalanced, uh, a financially unbalanced relationship. For those who are just like, nah, I can't do it, I can't do it, then you probably got the wrong mindset that I know I wouldn't want to be with, and it wouldn't be an issue with me. So you oh. straight no chase to the podcast, baby. Yeah. iTunes, Spotify, everywhere that you want to. I definitely like agree with women. That. I don't know. You feel like you could be a man where your wife can make three times as much as you, and she you feel like she could be equal to I mean, I know you, so maybe you're not a good example. Um, part of it is I think the dude's proud and ego, like how he carries himself. He carries himself, yeah. and and if I don't mean this in a sexist way, but, but we are in a male-dominated society. Okay. Women will allow a man to lead. And a man would allow a woman to lead as well. So, like, if 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 she's making that kind of bread, will she allow you to still, you know, be a man? Now, if she's sunning you the whole time, it's gonna be a little, it's gonna be a little tug and pull then, and it may, I don't think it's gonna work out. I would tell a dude that if he's in a relationship with a woman that is sunning him the whole time, then he's stupid. He needs to leave. Like he has big, he has bigger issues. There's a he, I saw the video on, on uh, IG. But this dude was in this woman's, like her, her second house or whatever. She was getting ready to move. She came in and he was with another woman. First of all, the chick had on a like a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. And she was getting dressed. So she was recording this whole kind of kind of engagement. The dude had on some busted tail. So the people in the comments going crazy on the dude's shoes. You doing, Neil? You okay? Go ahead, Adora. Neil, are you having a seizure? Are you talking on the phone? I don't know if they don't have pain, no seizure. Go ahead. Okay. So, the, the, long story short, she is dating this dude who clearly is not financially stable. It's like the dude is broke. He's a bum. And then when she kicks both people out, they are walking. They don't have a car. So, they're walking away. I don't know if, if, if you can be in a relationship in that dynamic where, I mean, she was talking so, I mean, he deserved to be talked bad to, but she was talking so bad to this dude, talking about he ain't got no money, you broke, you a bum, you this. I don't know if you can you can survive that kind of that kind of engagement. It's tough. That was funny, Rose. I don't think a, woman, a man feel that about it, right? Like I think that they have some other issues that they probably need to work out, right? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I mean, for me, for the way, like my mother always told me, taught me, I can be broke by myself. So you 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 need a man that <laughs> that you know. Is bringing something to the table, whether he's making more, whether it's equal. I mean, he's got to have some sort of hustle and, and, and ambition to take care of a family. That's just what it is. You know? So if we're if we're financially unstable, something's got to something in another area or something's got to got to give. But I mean, my philosophy, like I just said, is I can be broke by myself. So, you know, mm. it's very interesting that like men look at this differently, I guess. Well, KG was just saying, uh I guess it's true. And what somebody mentioned in the comments, you know, men look at things a little bit differently. It is important to have uh, independent, you know, mate, partner, a woman with you that's, you know, got her own and can do her own thing or whatever the case is. But I think it's definitely not as important to men as it is to women. Now, I think what's important to men, though, is whoever you select, whoever you decide to be with, like whoever you guys come together with. You want to make sure they have good habits, right? If, mm -hmm. if 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 she spends all the money on getting some red bottoms, then you're like, well, I don't need that in my life either, right? You got to have some type of balance. Bring it to me. I love that. More red go bottoms. Broke. Go go broke. It's only money. Okay. <laughs> 
And then Mimi, when does when does holding down your man in your initial statement get tiring? Like you said, you know, the whole scenario. When is there a limit? I'm sure there's a limit. Maybe one year, two years, yeah, but if you see he ain't there there gotta be a limit. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's one year, two years, but there's a there's a situation. If he isn't motivated i mean listen we're we're living in unprecedented times right so if my man lost his job and it's 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 you know COVID was all 2020 2021 isn't looking any better like you know those are circumstances that i understand you know i get what you know as long as you're, you're trying to do something you have some sort of hustle to you 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 understand that you have a family that you have to do something right like if you're laying on the couch watching wendy all day while i'm working we got problems let me ask so, you a question because i just saw i just saw samantha's comment about balance is key so if he's mr mom and doing everything right I mean, right now with the kids having a homeschool and all of that, I mean, you know, that's that's something, right? But it's me and 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 I can't get a job. What you want me to do when you got an attitude about it, or you're not making calls, you're not doing something, that's a problem. Okay. So then we got nothing else to talk about. I can do that. So you gotta be equal, man. Sometimes you can outkick your coverage and you kick out of bounds, man. You got to reset, start all over. Flag on going to play. <laughs> I mean, at this point, you know, uh, in our development, black women are making more money. You know what I'm saying? More education, own more businesses. You know, you're going to run into women that make more money than you sometimes in these streets. Or so I've heard. We travel in different circles. Elle made a comment about... She she made a comment about whether or not you want all your daughters, our daughters, to marry a man who is not a provider. Good point. Um, mm. I just wanted to say that, that that terminology provider plays into the concept of tos- toxic masculinity, which you women hate Facts. so much. Ooh, so I figure why why use that against us? No. Double edged sword. No, 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 no. You want the best for your daughter, right? You want your daughter to marry a man that's going to have her back, right? So it's yeah. the same thing. It's the same it's, thing. No, it's a different I, thing. When, no. she in her tw- when she in her 20s, I want her to be happy. When she in her teens, I want her to be happy. If she gets married in her 30s or 40s, she needs to be smart. Okay. That, that would be my, my advice and what I would want for my daughter. I want her to be independent and rich, and she can do whatever the hell she wants to do. <laughs> Word. Okay. <clears throat> Speaking and of, of and also, rich, I also want her to be able to to mess you up if you if you cut cut a sideways. So, Roddy, I'm gonna be calling at you, dog. There you go. Speaking of independent and rich, oh, so kind of in the same boat as this. How do y'all feel about two people living or married or being together but having separate houses? You know what I'm saying? Because this is like Carrie Hilson. You get that from the Carrie Hilson, right? Right, Carrie Hilson. So yeah, tell them about it. Go ahead, Mimi. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I don't know the story. Don't know. I just, hey, I just did live in Okay, so <laughs> basically Carrie Hilson right. said Cage, you don't want she was, I didn't read it. How you going? <laughs> y'all, let me tell y'all. <laughs> no I read it. I read it. Who suggest topics and don't know what they suggested. <laughs> they I, don't read the read I read the headline. You I thought y'all was going to pick it. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, just, I got a final so, one, though. How about that? I mean, basically, it's, it's exactly what we said it was. Carrie Hilson just said in some uh, news article that she would be interested if she, the next time she gets with somebody, she wants them him to have his own house. She's going to keep her house. And that's like something that people have done before. Free 
Frida Kahlo uh, did that, the painter, way back in the day or whatever the case is. So, you know what I'm saying? People do that. How do y'all feel about that? Is that something like you were, you're married, but she got her own crib, you got yours? Wait, wait. Keep house or live separately? Because there's two different things. Keep People marry and keep their own houses that they purchased prior to the marriage. Which is smart. Or do they as sell in, that house so that they only live, they only have one house together? And as a result, so just because you keep your own house, don't necessarily mean you got to live there. They live separately, like have the ability right. to live separately. Oh wow! Right? Yeah, That's yeah, wild. yeah. Still be single. Like no, nah, listen. I, I think I think it's it's very mature. Most people can't handle that because there are trust issues and a lot of relationships. But if you don't have trust issues and you communicate and and really articulate what it is you want. In this dynamic, it can work. That ain't a marriage, though. But it that's not true. That's not I true. That ain't a marriage. Why you say that? We got a separate. We got separate homes, but Love we married. It. Yes, correct. We might as well not be married then. That's that, not true. That that ain't no marriage, bro. I mean, I mean, to each his the, own. The, define define marriage to you then. Like, what's to, what does it mean to you? To each, I mean, there is no universal definition of marriage. But, but I'm just saying to me, to me, yo, we in the same household. We together. We sharing bills. We sharing our life. We have come together. Your world and my world have meshed into one, and we grow together. To me, that's what it is. I Neil, what is, I, what is your what's your sign again? What's your sign, Neil? Scorpio. There you go. Okay, I just just want to ask. What you were saying, Mimi? No, I I, I hear you, but I, I I mean, as for me, like I like my I like my space. I like my me time. You know, I I I think you know. Living with someone all the time is a lot. <laughs> so I let me miss you. You at home, I'm coming by. I mean, listen, we can still be married. Think, we just have separate houses. I think I, I think Carrie yeah. was crazy. You know what? You know what a man's personal space is? A man cave. You know what the woman's personal space is? Her oh, she shed. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got there. We in the same house, but if you need me, I'm downstairs in the man cave. You got your private little office. I respect that, but you know, to each his own. I mean, if she feels that works for her, but I think that's totally crazy. Separate home. Uh, see, here's the thing. Yeah. Every lovely. everybody's marriage is whatever they want it to be. And if, mm -hmm. if in my marriage I decide, you know what, and my wife and I we agree, hey, listen, you know what, we want to live in two separate houses and still be married and be loving doing that. You know what? That's what the hell we're going to do. I wouldn't give a damn about what you think, you think, you think, or she thinks. <laughs> Honestly. And if I was Carrie Hilson, she shouldn't care about what nobody else thinks either. Like, you can, you make up your own rules. There are no rules to your marriage. It's just whatever mm -hmm. you and the person you are married to agree how you're going to function. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. it works for me. If, if it works for her, hey, I get it. Live your life. Like Rihanna hey. said. I could definitely do it. I mean, it's like y'all said. Don't put me in a category like that, Jay. Go ahead, John. My bad. No, man. I mean, you know, sometimes you want your own little space or whatever the case is. And it's good to come together in all the ways that you can and, you know, all that other good stuff. But then it's also sometimes you got to do what you got to do in your own little spot. And I think it works out because it's like you got your own food, <laughs> you stuff. You know what I'm saying? It works out. Yeah, I, I I don't know how I feel about that. I, I'm more so, I don't really think I have an opinion about that. Um, it, it more along the lines of what Kate just saying. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Um, right. 
Yeah, I, yeah. Basically, I, I don't think I can do that. But if that's what you want to do, go ahead and have at it. There you go. You know what I'm saying. All, all, all but, of but, us have functioned relationships very differently. But once again, it's like if you have your own crib prior to the marriage, you don't sell your crib. You keep your crib, right? And, and you don't rent it out or nothing. It's it's the way it is for you to come and enjoy your crib when you want to have your time away. That's one thing. But if you're married and then y'all are living in separate cribs and then y'all pretty much spend the weekends together, then I'm just like, eh, what's the purpose? Like, really? What's the because what if you away, right? Like, what if someone has to move for work and they have mm -hmm. to be in a separate state and you choose not to go because your children and, and your job and everything is here? Like, mm -hmm. you know, what I do you do then? I, I believe in situational ethics to a certain extent. Like it changes based on the situation. If I'm not faced with that, that, um, that choice, mm -hmm. then it's, eh. but if I have to do it because that's the choice that's presented to me and it's the only choice, then you, you learn how to adapt and you do it because you have mm -hmm. to, if you ain't gotta do it, then yeah, you ain't gotta do it. Um, I just think that this, I mean, there's a lot of talk up in here about Scorpio this, Scorpio that. Me and Neil are born on the same day. And, and as a Scorpio, I just think that there's just too much room for something to go wrong. There's room, there's room, there's room every day for something to go wrong. Yeah, but now you're adding extra room. Yes, exactly. That's, that's, that's room that don't necessarily need to be there. Like I oh. said, you have to, the two people, it's no different than people who open up their marriage for other people to be invited in. No, there's a difference. No, let me finish. Between what I was saying and what you're about to say. <laughs> what I'm saying, but I'm saying room, room, you still open it up rooms. Yes. And so it could be a slippery slope. However, depending on who your who your your partner is and the level of communication, the transparent level of communication you you two maybe should be engaged in both of those concepts, both of those interests, they could be realized if the two people are mature enough to have open dialogue and talk about it. Mm -hmm. Again, most people, particularly black people, because we live in this whole religious construct, that's a whole different discussion. Yeah, that ain't got nothing to do with it, really. Some people it does. Yeah, for some people, I'm talking yeah. about me. Yeah, but, you know, they, they feel like, oh, you, you know, that's that's a sin, or, you know, that's <laughs> we should be doing all this. <laughs> All right, Aisha. Yeah. Uh, period. But you know, it's it's if you got it depends on who you with and what level, what how how the communication takes place and whether or not you honest and mature enough to kind of deal with it. Everybody ain't built for that, but that's what it's saying for everybody. Marriage ain't for everybody. Not for everybody. And I think if you're gonna marry somebody, right, you should be able to trust them. Separate homes shouldn't be a problem if if you know we 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 are married and we we're, we've got a foundation of trust. What's the problem? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I ain't Brian Finishes. I want to do it. Just, just to be clear, I wouldn't do that mess because um, I like I like seeing my wife at the crib. Like I, I like seeing my kids every day, and when I when well, well when I'm not traveling, so yeah. I mean, but if I do it, I mean, I feel like it has to be a very short. Um, <laughs> has to be a very short like space. You can't be, you know what I'm saying, in California, for example, in another state or something like that. But mm -hmm. 15, 20 minutes away, door to door. Perfect. I agree. Listen, if you trust him, you trust him, and you're good. <laughs> so, oh, no. um, Neil's like, no, no, no. No, I'm Me not saying kind of like. I'm saying 
I, I, I'm, I support that decision for that for for her and whoever she finds that aligns with that that that, that type of thinking. Maybe. I got you. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, cool. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to do what they got to do and what's in their own best interest and all of that. Speaking of doing what's in your own best interest, okay? So over the weekend, it was an NBA All Star game, and you know we had a couple different times where people got stuck at the all-star game. (laughs) So I just kind of wanted to like ask how y'all feel about, you know, people, because we know every year this kind of thing happens, but with the advent of, you know, social media and GoFundMe and whatnot, if you get stuck at the all-star game, you have a way of kind of getting home. You know, did y'all hear about this whole little story? Are we I think so. Woman with the GoFundMe to get home. Yes, yes, and then they canceled it and wouldn't give her the money. I was like, you know, if a million people gave you five bucks a piece, that's you know that is what it is. You was entertaining us. That's a why little tip. Why did they cancel it? I think they felt like it was a con or something like that. Like she was, you know, not actually. Well, multiple people put it up. Like it's like I saw at least five different different like screenshots of people who said the same type of thing. Mm. And the go the go the GoFundMe is supposed to be. Like for real, I guess authentic situations. If you can't get home, I feel like that's an authentic situation. Nah, you put yourself in that situation. Wow. If you ain't playing round trip, then you shouldn't go. If you ain't got the ability to do round trip, you shouldn't go. Did y'all did y'all see the video? The again, I think all this stuff is staged. But there was a woman, a dude, and a woman. They were in their apartment, and she was in the restroom getting dressed. And he was like, "Where you going? I don't want you to go to the All Star game. You know, I know what you're doing. So I'm going to see my my aunt." My aunt's sick. My aunt's <laughs> sick. Yeah. You know, she, she, she had, yeah. You got your red bottoms in the little bag. Like, what you doing? I right. see, I'm, I'm, I'm on Instagram. I see all your girls is posted at All Star. You going to All Star? She's like, no, I'm going to go see my auntie. sick. She need me. He's like, why are you dressed? Yeah, that was stage cage. That was and stage. Then the shorty said, I'm, I'm doing a video. I'm going to try to do a video. <laughs> no, no, no. He took the red bottom. He took the red bottoms out. She was like, I might do a photo shoot. Yeah. Are you going to do a photo shoot while you're seeing your aunt sick? I mean, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. I had no problem with it. I was entertained by the story. You know, no, it is what it is. No. If you didn't, and it said something like she was using GoFundMe because she was waiting on her next unemployment check. Oh, like, wow. What are you something doing? Like that. Why are you uh, even there? You, you, you're on unemployment. You got to get a GoFundMe to get home. So you went there on a one way. Did you have any money while you were there? Like, I don't even understand. And it says they $400. <laughs> It just yeah no. Mm. How much money did she get before they canceled it? Did she make some rent? Sixteen hundred or something like that. She definitely wow. made over the money she Listen, was looking. I'm about to make me a GoFundMe, man. I need a mortgage fund. Mm. And people just giving right. out money just like that. I just be like, you know what? I need I need some help paying my mortgage. Yeah, something like that. It's all online. You can do that if you want it. Yeah, but you had you had her, and then you also had the sisters who were in the U-Haul van, um, partying. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. That's not even brand new, though. Hold on, hold on, though. Like, I, I got a question on this. Be- because of the the lady, the women who are going, these are women who are posting these GoFundMe things. People getting in U-Haul trucks. They, do you feel like these are gold diggers? They're trying to go um, get a meal ticket? Maybe. I was... Okay. <laughs> oh, that's for me? I, was, I don't know. I just threw it out. I mean, I was about to say that I was. I, I, I need an answer to the question. Do y'all think these are gold diggers? No. 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 Nah. Wait. Um. Yeah. They're not. I nah, mean, are they trying to, you know, 
do what they can do. Maybe. But all right, who, so you talking about the shorties who might go to All Star Weekend specifically with no money right. in a in a pocket, no money in a bank, rent a U haul because they can't get a, a a hotel or can't pay for a hotel, and the U haul is only nineteen dollars and ninety nine cent with with the extra miles. Yes, and then you get to the club and you can't buy your own drink, you can't buy your own food. Yes, and 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 you trying to see if you can get scooped up by anyone who's six seven a tall. Yeah, they may be gold diggers. They may be gold diggers. Mimi, 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 do I think there's some level of let me go and see what I can find, who I can pull? Let me, you know, yes. I mean, listen, I, I do believe that if you go down there, you don't have any money. You know, you, you're like, I'll be fine once I get there because I'm a girl. I can get in a club. I'm going to meet somebody. Somebody's going to buy me a drink. You know, it'll be okay if that's what you want to call a gold digger. I'm asking, what would you call it a gold digger? What would you, <laughs> what, how would you how would you label what, would you label them if at all? What would it be for the the women who oh, rent in U hauls? You know, you know, how, you said dumb. Yes, I mean, I think it's a it's yeah. not very smart to do that. I mean, but I think you know when you're young and you you want to be in the mix, and you know that's 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 what you do. You you think that you can, you know, you don't. We really don't have any responsibilities. I think that's you know that's I've heard it before. I don't, you know, do I think this this particular girl is a gold digger? I, it's hard to say, but do I think that she thought she could get there and make some money or meet somebody? Absolutely, because why else would you go? You 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 went because you were gonna do you were gonna meet somebody who could maybe change your life. And it's a thin line because I agree with you, Mimi. And I even got a couple of homies in here. We've done it before when we were in St. John's. We were like, "Hey, we're gonna go down to Freaknik. We ain't had no money. We ain't know how we was gonna get there. We just had to, we just had the car drove down there. We got food. We got liquor. Yeah. We knew people in hotels that that put us up, and we didn't have no bread going down there. But it was just right. for the adventure." And it was just for the memories and the good times. Like me, right. when, when we were younger, when we were younger, not mm -hmm. now, but yeah, yeah. when you're young, you yeah. why not? You know, I think she, I think a lot. That's what the, I think that's what they thought. You know, they'll go down, they'll have some memories, they'll make a good time. Maybe they'll meet somebody. Maybe you know they'll come back. So they know? didn't have a plan to wash their ass. Listen. Hold on, see, I've, I've actually done this myself. I took a U-Haul to the back of the day. No, 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 funnel everybody in and out the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? And when it's time to go to sleep, you can go to sleep. You're going to be laying on the floor. It's better than laying in the U-Haul. But then you save money on getting there and getting back. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you go into, like I said, we're young. We don't care. You out there eating Funyuns. And, you know, it's like you're 19. What else you going to do? So I have no regrets. And we was not gold diggers. We was just young, stupid, trying to have fun. That's it. I don't I don't really know if it can apply to, to, to the dudes in the same way. I don't, you know, I don't think it does. But... Why? 
I said I don't think. Uh, I could be wrong. Well, just, why, why don't you think? I'm just curious. Mm. Talk about it. Punt. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, That's not straight no chaser. That's not the straight no chaser ethos, but you listen to the straight no chaser podcast. And we the promo, I, the promo you know, everywhere. I, I, on I do Facebook, think I, Instagram. Yeah, I think it's gold diggerish, man. Come on now. I, like, I think not all these shorties is going down there just to have a good time and have an adventure. Some of them was going down there with, they had a plan. They they had some goals. You know, as Eric said, they were gold diggers. Like, they was trying to snag somebody. And if at the very least, um, in 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 uh, KG's terminology from last week, they, they felt their tropical environment would be enough <laughs> to keep a dude. Yeah, you got to do this part. Tropical environment? Oh, you oh. Met, you got to watch last week's episode. It was, it was <laughs> explain it. You got to explain it. All right. So we was the question. I forget what it was, but it was about a woman. The, oh, it was a, the, one of the questions was there was a woman who was having intercourse with a dude. And so she asked him mid like intercourse. Do you love me or something like that? And he went flaccid. And so the conversation kind of was like, I was like, her tropical environment must have been trash for him, for him not to to go back to, you know, full, full, full throttle. And so, you know, we started talking about being meat to meat and everything else. So we just, you know. Okay. Yeah. We so don't need to go that's there. why it's a tropical yeah. environment. So <laughs> I think they their their goal was to use their tropical environment so that some dude would be like, oh, I like this. And want to be with it continually and once yeah. again a, a dude will when he got a woman he want to be with will you know roll out the red carpet for her. so i think they was on they was hunting they were predators man they were predators i think that's a bit far they were predators they just didn't have a hotel room but they were predators i don't i don't i don't know about here that. you go Mimi. I, I i got you <laughs> so I, I i i would say when you look at most of the young people at least on Instagram, that social media, mm -hmm. there are a lot of uh, pretensions of being wealthy. Everybody wants to have, you know, the high fat, high end fashion. It just doesn't seem very feasible to go to an event like this and not have any money. It doesn't seem very feasible. Well, at least, at least in conjunction with the persona that that generation, like the younger yeah. generation, you know, kind of puts out there. It's all about being being paid and being seen. So to be yeah. in the back of a U-Haul, yes, you know that that just feels very it's a lot goal-oriented esque. I wouldn't do it, right? Even younger me wouldn't do it. But yeah, I've, got, I've been on road trips. Like I understand what John's talking about, but I think the rules again are different with men. And the, and the only reason I say that is because most of the women that I know, when they do road trips, like they have a certain standard. Most dudes, I mean, I say it's very low. Like we don't like. Men will literally turn their drawers inside out as opposed to washing their balls. Wait, what? Like dudes are nasty <laughs> like that. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a pair. I'm giving you a parallel, right? Most women, they they're like, I gotta, I gotta clean. I, you know, it's, it's stuff that happens down there. We gotta wash that. Like, I just, I just don't see women saying, you know, I'm, a, I'm gonna be in the back of this U-Haul for the whole weekend and just kind of ball out like that. Just let yeah. them get dressed. I don't really understand the U-Haul concept. Like, if y'all could band together and get a U-Haul, y'all could band together and get a Motel Six. Like, I, I just, I really don't understand the U-Haul concept. Like, because they love. You oh. might have because you might have enough money between everybody for either a rental car or a hotel room. 
But you know what I'm saying? You can't kind of do both, but you can kind of get the U-Haul for 10 for like that week. And then you can get a room, a Motel 6, and you got enough I'm, money for I'm that with, when you get there. I'm, I'm with Mimi. Ten women, ten friends. These are your friends, your girls, and none right. of y'all can afford a, a room. Then y'all don't need to be friends. You know what it is, Mimi. You know what it is, Mimi. They live in on limited budgets, and they're poor planners. <laughs> so they decided the week before they wanted to go to Atlanta. And all of a sudden, all the rooms that were left were thousand dollar suites, and they ain't had the money for that, so they went and got the U-Haul. Okay. You're a okay. poor planner, which yeah. is which which is another red flag for me, which is a completely different red flag. Red house. Well, hopefully these ain't the girls that you would be dating. Period. So I just feel like don't even matter. Together and come together and 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 even if you have to stay in the next town, I don't know. For me, it, that just seems like right. A, they could stay yeah. in Sandy Spring. They got a U-Haul. They could drive. Right. Those, I'm sure there was a, a, a motel, something that you could afford. Like, get a brothel. I don't know. I just feel like you said a brothel. You said a brothel. You said create Airbnb. a brothel. <laughs> something. Did you mean something. Airbnb or a brothel? Something. <laughs> I don't think you know how brothels work. They could have got paid. They could have got paid in the process. I think she meant hostel. Okay. Hostel. Yes. Like a brothel. That's right. It'll turn the U-Haul into a party bus. What did you do with Tulum? What's, what's really going on? Don't even. Right. Well, you I mean, so yes. there you go. Um, you won't be on a U-Haul. Not going to be in a, a financially unbalanced relationship, and going to all be in the same house. I feel like we've we've made good progress here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we made good progress. <laughs> good. Right. Even you said a brothel. Y'all right. knew what I meant, so exactly. I really didn't. I was, I was like, <laughs> "You want them to sell a day box?" No, nah, somebody <laughs> just said the U-Haul was the brothel. But that's not, that's not even comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like you on that hard floor. I, I saw, I saw the um the, the the video of it. Like it was a straight U-Haul. There was nothing there to sit on, lay on, nothing. Right. That was not comfortable. She was no. jumping out, fixing her skirt. Hey. It is what it is. Yeah, and then they got pulled over. I saw another video with them getting pulled over with the cops. It was crazy. Wow. You got to get in where you fit in. But speaking of, I mean, there you have it. It's another show. Do y'all have some final requests, words, anything for the people here? Listen, y'all, I just want to put it out there so you understand the flow. Where every Thursday, every Thursday, <laughs> Next with the Thursday. exception of the second week, on, that girl. second week, KG got daddy duties. So we come through live on Wednesday. That is why yeah. it is Wonderful Woman Wednesdays. And we have Mimi Brown with us. So just keep That's in right. mind, live on Thursdays, with exception of the second out. week of the month. Women's History Month, we got Mimi. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And yeah. Him. And for all y'all that plan to go out this weekend because the restrictions have been lifted in Maryland, be careful. I'll be watching y'all on the news. Um, yeah, just be careful. Enjoy yourself. Y'all living in the bubble up there, man. Facts. Living in a bubble, but safe. So uh, on that note, I mean, I'm, I'm thank safe. you very much for joining us. Um, Straight No Chase of the Podcast. Please like, share, subscribe, tell some people about it. We'll be back. People want to see your back scratcher, man. You gotta show your back scratcher, John. They've been looking for it all night. I haven't been seeing it. <laughs> hey, no, this ain't a back scratcher. This is my um. This is my shoes. shoes. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you, 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 you have to like stand what, all the way up. What I really want to know: where your cat at, John? 
Hey, Erica. I love you. She's I miss you. Somewhere. Hold on. Erica, she was talking somewhere. trash about you before the show, Erica. For real. She don't love you. But here's the back scratch. But yeah, Appreciate so there you, you have Fred. it. Please get money and see you next week. Peace. Peace. Right, y'all. Let me get a couple of these. Let me get a couple more comments up in here before we bounce. Bye, right. Rose. We keep this going. Rose Peace. turned Peace. in. Peace. Kelly. No, we can't. Goodbye. Cause, cause, you know, Neil got to go sleep. Kissy. Oh, and I want to say hi to Denise. Denise said hi too earlier. Denise is my homegirl. Hi, Denise. Denise. Right? Call well. <laughs> Yo. A lot of people was like tapping in, like I said, trying to be like, yo, when is the show? What time is it? So on and so forth. So, all right, all right. I, I'm, I'm cutting this off. <laughs> Bye. That's it. Straight, straight, no chaser.